You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Hello everyone and welcome to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen. Crime Weaver Tyler. I'm Gordy, and I, I would like to take an interest survey. Sure. I'm yeah. interested in, in a survey. In this in this new year, 2024, there are a lot of hot topics mm-hmm. closing down, and then a lot of hot topics being talked about. Yes. And I and I and I feel like we should address at least at least some of them just to keep, you know, to stay with the trends. Sure. So I want to present three topics that we could talk about. And see if you're interested in them. Over the course of the year or right now? We're probably never going to talk about them. Okay, but we could. I just want to know if you're interested in talking about them. Sure, that makes sense. This is pure, purely an interest survey. This is a good way to start conversations with any of your friends, listeners. <laughs> just here are three topics. Please please choose. Are you interested in any about. of these? <laughs> we can talk about one of them. I think I think everyone should should be mandated by federal law to wear those topics on a on a necklace <laughs> like a big one a, a, like... a big one big big block letters you can tell here are three things i am interested in we do not have to do the weather thing we can just jump to one of the three <laughs> i'd be down for that conversations uh, easier and you look fly yeah, I'm good with excising the weather dance from our vernacular. Yeah. It's outside. You can see it. It's cold and clear. Check it out. Speak, speaking of the vernacular, there, there are a good few words I think we could just chop out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, especially in online spaces, but maybe, maybe that's for another time. <laughs> that can be a different topic. Number one, tile grouting. It's a big no from me. Big no. Big no. Biggest big, no I think that I can give. Big topic this year. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away from carpets. I, just... I think I could talk tile grouting once for the like satisfaction of the like the clearing of the excess grout with the little squeegee thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am not willing to put in the effort to get that satisfaction. <laughs> to to even learn about it. Yes. Hey, that's that's okay. That's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Number two, kitchen storage. Yes, because we desperately need some in our previously owned by drunks kitchen. Yeah, is this a yes no survey or is there is there a scale? Any 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 response is valid. Three, three, and and I and I don't think we need to define where the the top and bottom of that scale is. I won't. Number three, gut health. Seventeen huge topic this year <laughs> the the next frontier of medicine 
man, probably need that too. Not excited about that. Or kitchens, but probably from like a... A long ignored frontier of medicine, but we're finally getting around to it. Yeah. Yeah, we like, what's this big bit in the middle? We should probably take care of it. <laughs> Just the, the epicenter of basically all your stuff in the body. Yeah, like we've been <clears throat> focused on the shielding for it, like get good abs like, so that you have like power shields. Against germs. <laughs> right. Flex the germs off. <laughs> but we don't, we just try to ignore all the gloop inside. I hear that insurance companies are really interested in examining whether or not the tummy can be considered part of the body. Is, that, Is it a pre-existing condition? Yeah. Is that a true or, thing? Or if they can, or like they can offshore it like they did with teeth and eyes into different <laughs> categories. Yeah, I wonder if that's like insurance's long con. If they're going to pull the the Netflix Hulu thing, like, yeah, it's it sounds great, and then eventually you have thirty different programs for each part of your <laughs> Sorry, bodily we, system. We don't cover the tummy dentist. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to buy a separate insurance That's for that. out of pocket. From uh, ACA does not cover uh, any assistance for it. Linguists will not like it that I'm telling this secret, but dentist is actually from the Latin for just not not the other stuff that doctors yeah. do. <laughs> it's not about it's actually not about teeth at all. It's just no. other. It got shortened for the teeth in like common vernacular in the same way that Kleenex, the brand name, became mm-hmm. a shortener for tissues. And foolishly, we named dentures after them, thinking that they only they were exclusive to teeth. But they're only exclusive to teeth because that's what we have allowed them to take from us. I mean, what are glasses if not dentures for the eyes? Exactly. <laughs> we should start calling them eye dentists. Let's get that going in 2024. <laughs> Everything's a dentist. <laughs> see how my optometrist feels about it because that is that is too long a word when you're in a rush <laughs> yeah eye dentist does co- flow off the tongue a lot easier <laughs> it doesn't have to trip up the t- pt in the middle of it also i think the length of the riff that we've just gone on based on that topic is answer to your survey gordy okay yeah gut health is our top <laughs> so gut, our top interest gut health number one Kitchen storage number two, tile grouting, distant third. Distant third. Okay. Barely can see it. Well, there are some things that we could talk about. Carmen, what do you want to talk about? You two have been like seeing signs and sooths and stuff. It is a new year. I finally got one. Uh-oh. I don't think it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but it is one that so, you can claim. Yeah. I don't know what it would be other than a sooth. Um, so there's this thrift store from whence I get all of my clothing. Um, it's an outlet, so it's where all the other thrift stores under this particular umbrella toss their unwanted clothes that have not sold in their shops for quite some time. So it's a thrift goods. store for thrift stores. Yes, it's like top tier, deep layer meta thrift store. Um and like they sometimes you can find good shoes and stuff there. Most of the any other crap that's there is in fact garbage because you've seen the shelves of a Goodwill. Now imagine what Goodwill can't sell after several weeks. Um, but the clothing can be very good because that tends to be something that thrift stores just like have in bulk yeah. thanks to our fast fashion society. Um, 
And so while there, I found this very nice pair of sturdy, new-looking jeans. They had some embroidery on the back pockets that was a little bit more sparkly than I care for, but other than that, they were like full, intact, no stains, no holes, sturdy-looking jeans. Got them home, tried them on, they fit perfectly. I was very excited. Those are the two most attractive adjectives for jeans, is sturdy and new-looking. Yeah, Um, and as a short person... Pants shopping is a harrowing experience Certainly. in general. Like, most of my pants are just a little bit too long. Um, and you just so, gotta live with that. Yeah, like, I just, the hems will eventually wear themselves down, and then they'll be the right length, but a little tatty on the ends. Um, I could sew them up, but why? <laughs> uh, so, and 75 cents, because this thrift store doesn't want to bother with price tags very or thrifty like they're they're there to get rid of shit so everything in the thrift store is priced by the day and the later in the week it is from their restock day the cheaper shit goes <laughs> so uh, i went on a tuesday which is their second cheapest day at 75 cents it's kind of like secret this. bidding yeah <laughs> like you're at a secret auction with yourself like if you want to get the the fresh takes you come in on thursday um, where things are like two whole dollars. That's if you're like, if real flush with cash. Yeah, no thanks. Um, so every now and then I just take a tenner down there and see if I can replace my worn out pants. <laughs> um, I, I got these home, tried them on, they fit perfectly, went to take them into the wash, pulled them out, and these perfect new jeans just shredded <laughs> the only piece of clothing in the wash, but they just like fell apart. <laughs> And not in a normal way, like not at any seams, Hmm. just like all down the back holes, like someone had taken a knife to it. I've heard about this technology. The, like, the fairy gold jeans technology? Yeah, it's, it's a new thing that pants companies are trying to get you to buy more pants every single week of your life, is you can wear them once, and then when, when you inevitably wash them, they disintegrate. Uh, The dryer was full of, like, these little short shreds of what felt like tissue paper, (laughs) which I assume is the missing parts of the jeans, but I don't know how that would... So I don't know if they, like, somehow managed a spell to turn (laughs) tissue paper into denim in certain spots of these jeans. It was the weirdest thing. So I, I can't help but say that that is a sooth or a sign. The yeah. fairy gold jeans. Planned obsolescence is killing us. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, I refuse to wear anything that is not ham stitched. That's and, a good policy. And, and it is, it is destroying my finances. <laughs> <laughs> it's dr- drill tweet, but pants made of tissue paper. <laughs> All right. So we should probably tell a story. Does it involve pants? Uh, I don't think so, actually. Uh, so today we're going to go to Poland. They got pants there. They do have pants there. I Maybe think. They I've never been. Peace. <laughs> Poland, right in. Uh, this is the Plague Omen. <laughs> oh boy, speaking of suits and signs. Yeah, so it doesn't have pants, but it does have omen. Um, and this is uh, from Kid Chaos. 
and of course sourced from fairy tales with a z.com the raddest fairy tale site within it with on the internet uh they do have an app and everything now go check them out what, uh this what original could the tale app possibly do <laughs> i think it tells you stories out loud but oh. without the stank that we put on them <laughs> i see so if you want stank free folk tales <laughs> I was going to suggest that they can use our catchphrase for them for free if they should like the raddest fairy tale website on the internet. But Stank Free Tales that... is also pretty good. You can have that <laughs> yeah. one too. Yeah, I still think that they should swap their logo to a fairy on a skateboard. <laughs> uh, the original tale was uh, collected by John Theophilus Nake in Slavonic Fairy Tales in 1874. And that's all the research i bothered to do so uh, let's learn about omens about plagues about Can't four wait. years too late, yeah. late for that that feels on brand for us yeah a peasant lost his wife and kids to the plague just the one you, yeah. sad sad story couldn't help that guy i mean at that time it probably was like the one <laughs> the one left with all the the all the boobos oh, that I one see. but maybe there were more uh so the peasant just like abandons his hut for the forest refuge uh i assume the hut's all plaguey now it seems like that's not where you want to go yeah leave it to the rats yeah um, but I guess, like, this is his equivalent to, you know, in 2020, 2021, the the urge to just disappear from society and go live in a, a shack in the woods was uh, emerging pretty strongly on the internet. I mean, we had been toying with it for a while with the tiny homes anyway. Yeah, and then Cottagecore came into, like, full bore. <laughs> and I'm still kind of a foot in that. Like, those trees look pretty nice. There's no taxes there. (laughs) (laughs) Trees don't even know what taxes are. Right. Uh, So I'm assuming that's his his response, which maybe indicates that that is part and parcel with plague times. You just want to go disappear into the woods. Uh, So he wanders around all day. uh, I assume just kind of dicking off in the woods. I don't know that he's attempting to accomplish anything in particular and toward evening he decides now is about the time to get my act together and make a branch hut and a fire now i've watched a lot of alone this yeah. seems like an effort that would take a, a little bit more time and be kind of a first <laughs> first goal now what is um, alone alone is a, a show where they put a bunch of people and usually the Canadian wilderness oh. in winter and they have to survive on their own. Like they're all separated out into specific territories. Uh, it's like trained survivalists. And it's like who, who lasts the longer outside and the early parts of the show when they're actually, you know, doing survival things and showing you stuff like, Hey, this is how you make stuff out of sticks. And here's how you find food in the woods. Like that's really interesting. Uh, the later parts of the show get hard to watch because it's just like, let's watch people suffer. Um, so usually I just watch the first bit of the show to try and learn cool do, outdoor stuff. Do they get stuff? 
They can bring ten items with them from a selected list. Ten items? Yeah. Seems like a lot. What well, that they, includes what stuff like get? tarp and... Um, I think they can choose between certain things, like you can have a bow or uh, something else. Paper towels, um, inflatable furniture. An RV. Could I choose 10 discrete Mike and Ikes? 10 boxes or 10 individual little <laughs> 10 discrete little individual Mike and Ikes to subsist on I, for the entirety of the competition. I don't know if that's in the rules. Like, there's a list, but I suppose you could... Um, uh, the shortest survivor was the person who stepped off of the plane onto the beach, saw Bearscat on the beach, and called out. <laughs> it's like this is bear. Like the whole setup to this was this is bear country. Yeah, you just saw poops. You didn't even see a bear. You, you didn't read the waiver or anything. Every every time I visit my parents near Asheville, North Carolina, I see multiple bears walking through their yard <laughs> that's pretty cool they just Never have a bear a highway and it's rush hour B- basically yes there are like three discrete recognizable bear families <laughs> uh so he settles into his new stick house and past midnight a big noise woke him up and the noise is songs and music and merriment someone's having a rager in the woods just nondescript, uh, royalty-free, creative license songs. Yeah. Uh, this is surprising to him because the whole plague thing is still happening, so there hasn't been a lot of like music and merriment for quite some time. And I suppose that they hadn't yet invented the whole Howl at the Moon thing that some people did during COVID, and they don't yet have... They haven't invented celebrities either to sing about how we're all in this together. <laughs> two days in yeah um so yeah it's real weird to hear music at midnight in the woods the music got closer and it's homan excuse me uh according to fairy tales with a z uh homan are a variety of specters according to google i do i mean home (laughs) so do you i'm so i'm i'm gonna kind of go with fairy tales with a z's uh, explanation of what these are. <laughs> You're right, Google. I don't know how that one got away from me. I could search Polish homes all I wanted, though. Um, so it's some kind of ghost parade, and it's got some great jams. In the middle of it, there was a high black wagon, on top of which sat the plague. You know the one. I'm starstruck. That You, you just meet the plague? Yeah. He's there on his big wagon, surrounded by, like, Lady Gaga backup dancers. I don't know if he had a name tag, or maybe he's just got one of those faces that you look at, and you're like, yeah, that is the embodiment of disease. Uh, But he is instantly recognizable as the plague. So as this party traveled, almost everything that they met on the road turned into another specter and joined the party, like they're playing a game of Ghost Snake. So we've just had the wrong idea about the plague this whole time. That's to just us, a big it is jam. A, a, yeah, it's a devastating illness, but to ghosts, it's a party. And I guess it's seemingly, that's true. really, it's a guy who we could go out there and find. And get him. Maybe just kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Say, cut it out. 
Fauci sends his regards. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an Assassin's Creed game I would play. Resquiet shot and Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like sticks and small trees and bushes and, and stuff that's turning into ghosts as the plague passes it, which is a little thematically strange. But Yeah, not your typical ghost. Uh, the peasant's fire was almost out. It was just a half-burnt stem, but as the homan got close, the stem stood up, sprouted two arms, and its red embers turned into eyes. And then it like... Ran off to join the train and all the singing, which I'm sure is a horrifying thing to witness. So the peasant's like, oh fuck, oh shit, and he grabs his axe, and he tries to hit the nearest ghost. But the axe fell down and turned into a tall woman with dark hair, which is a very different and far more powerful transformation than stick (laughs) to boy. Stick to boy. She's also singing. So, like, imagine if you took an axe, you swung it at a ghost, the axe turned into a woman, and then just, like, joined the chorus. Yeah, it doesn't even miss the beat. Yeah. It's perfectly synced, somehow. So, the train keeps going, apparently completely unconcerned by his existence, but they're transforming trees and bushes and even owls into more horrible ghost monsters. And the peasant does him a faint. In the morning, he wakes up to the warm sun. Everything he brought on his impromptu camping trip camping trip has been broken into pieces. His food is all spoiled. His clothes are all torn. His pants turned into tissue paper. <laughs> I think you these added ghosts, that one. Yeah. That, uh, these ghosts are, was a are real assholes. That was for you, Tyler. I appreciate it. I mean, the clothes all torn, I do relate to, obviously. <laughs> Um, so yeah, these ghosts are real assholes. And I just, like, fucked all his shit up. He's thankful his life was spared at least. And then he goes out further on in search of food and shelter. And that's, the story's just done. They just finish it there. Oh. Oh, well, that seems like enough. <laughs> it's enough context to figure it out. So having lived through a plague. Yeah. At this point. Uh-huh. Not in folklore times. We did invent celebrities to sing at us. I do need you to put, just legally, a parenthesis thus far at the end of that one, by the way. That's fair. We've survived a plague thus far. Because um, it is still still going. Wear, wear your mask, get your shots. There's a huge surge of it right now. It's just not getting reported very well. I think this is a an okay metaphor for it <laughs> it's a party train that can't be stopped and ghosts love it ghosts love it i don't know about like the turning the inanimate objects into more plague ghosts i don't know how that like thinking about the bubonic plague or anything how that necessarily metaphorically connects but i might be thinking too small i mean like i i basically get it in that like any object that comes in contact with the plague could potentially then be a vector for it theoretically be more plague yeah Yeah. (laughs) so like in a general sense yeah it's it's very much like this thing coming through and just transforming the world yeah 
Like your entire environment around you has shifted into this horrible thing. Um, and then like waking up with all of his shit ruined. Like he's survived it. But his life's in shit. But at what cost? And I think that, that happened to a lot of us during the, the plague times too. Like especially freelancers and stuff working in, in fields that didn't like survive it particularly well. Um, and small business owners and all kinds of folks like you if you might have lived through it but your life looks very different on the other side of it indeed so i think it's a, a decent metaphor in that way and these ghosts are indeed assholes do they like it because it makes more of them maybe it just gets real like lonely in ghost town everyone's just telling the same old stories after a time we need fresh ghost meat. The bubonic plague did, like, hugely transform the face of, of the world when it went through. Certainly. Like, the entire socioeconomic system shifted afterwards. So, yeah, in a way it turned trees and bushes and owls into horrible ghost monsters. <laughs> I think this one did a pretty good job of, of horror. I like you sit and really envision these things transforming and running to join a song. There's something so much more sinister about just your objects leaving you to join a musical in the woods than if they were just trying to straight up kill you. I think it's also the unstoppable march. Yeah. Like you cannot affect this in any way. I am afraid of musicals. <laughs> You're right. I'm afraid of uh, Sondheim musicals. Do you think he would write one about the plague? Only if you could make it like real jaunty. <laughs> With roller skates? I don't know if Sondheim was a roller skates guy. No, I don't believe so. <laughs> I'm just thinking of things that are jaunty. <laughs> Straw hats. Like the, the little Barker hats. Very jaunty. So yeah, this one was just a, a solid tale, I think. Except for the ending, where it's just like, alright. And that's that. <laughs> Time to just do more of this again. Yeah, I guess that he will just experience this every night for the rest of his life. I I suppose so. We have to assume. I am surprised that this didn't send him back to his, his home. Like, this isn't enough to, like, go home and, and be in the familiar territory. It's like, well, fuck that familiar territory so hard that even <laughs> after this, with no supplies, I'm just gonna keep wandering in the woods. You can't go back to the rat shack once the yeah, rats have claimed it. <laughs> you can't. <clears throat> I feel real bad for this peasant. More so than the typical peasant we hear about? Yeah, like, he lost his his wife and kids, and then it's like, well, I can't stay here anymore. There's probably too many bummer memories associated with it in the shack. Then his, his axe turns into a woman who doesn't give a shit and starts singing with a bunch of ghosts that are ruining crap. And then he just has to, like, keep hoofing it. <laughs> Live with all of that information. I hope he finds a good group of friends. Or just becomes a ghost someday. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> just, just join them. They, yeah, they seem to be having a good time. 
doing their like cool backup dance moves along with this caravan. Like a Disney parade. <laughs> or maybe that's a little bit of hope. Like, yeah, you might have to wander through the woods, but one day you'll be a very cheerful dancing ghost who knows the lyrics by heart. Doesn't even have to memorize them. And that's a message that we can all use in our lives in 2024, I think. Someday we will all be jaunty ghosts. And we will know all the lyrics. <laughs> so thank you, Kid Chaos, for this tale. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to everyone for tuning in and listening. Bit of a shorter one, but that's because we are recording multiple of these in one day. Just as a heads up. Yeah, well, it's going to get weird. <laughs> uh, thank you to our patrons for sponsoring the show, keeping us running. Thank you to our top-tier patrons, Realistic Duck, Badger McGee, Five-Headed Snake God, Allison, Frog Whisperer, Lucky, Lord of Dragons, Biblio Princess, Midori, Becca Lobster No Longer, Haley Revolution 2024, Child Pandemonium, Awkward, This Haley Instance Wishes You a Grab Bag of a New Year, Funky Little Strawberry, Lemur, Spaghetto, Caitlin, Yule Buck Did Nothing Wrong, Justice for Yule Buck, Ya Girl Olwen, Allie, Knife Dad, Kovas Cat. It's shocking how quickly the planes became a beach and then a shore. She walks along the water's edge, listening to the waves. Versus me, your local fursona inspector. Pyrus, Nathan the Scott, a secret brother who gives birth to dolls. High Listus of Wimbus, certain man, a dubious little creature. Haley is campaigning for all patrons to become Haley's. There are more of us than there are of you. Ao the Nightmare, Lily, Izzy, and also Jenna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Doug. We're what the folklore, and that's how it works. Happily ever after. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.